Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to another edition of the Five Reasons Podcast. My name is Chris Whittingham, joined as always by Ethan Skolnick. He joins me on the phone today. Lots to check out in the Five Reasons Sports Network. We start first with our new website, fivereasonsports.com, bringing you all the latest news, information, and commentary on everything going on in the world of South Florida sports. And beyond, our guy Chris Joseph from Ballscast is writing on things non-sports, and uh, a few others in the network are doing the same. And also check out our Ballscast roundtable uh, every other Friday. I think we're going to go with that. Uh, just it, a question of nonsense that we here in the network uh, will discuss. I always check out all the podcasts in the Five Reasons Sports Network, Miami Heat Beat, as uh, the season is basically wrapping up, as we'll get to in this episode. Uh, I would imagine uh, Goldie on Ice will have some coverage of the hiring of the new Panthers coach, should be be intriguing what Joel Quenville can do in charge of the Florida Panthers swings and misses going every week during the Miami Marlins season which has gotten off to a start that I think is more in keeping with what we expected and so they will be covering that on swings and misses but Ethan yesterday in Toronto it appeared as though uh, the heat season is just about done they are now uh out of the running to win the Southeast Division, which is really all I wanted uh, from this heat season, but they are still in the running to get into the postseason, a game back of Detroit with two games left to play. But uh, in terms of the performance uh, in Toronto, the performances in the last week that have now sent them uh, uh, crashing out of the postseason, including a Friday night loss to Minnesota, a couple of losses to the Boston Celtics. They've lost four in a row here uh, down the stretch. And you kind of feel, based off of what you've written, that this is sort of emblematic of the larger problem with Miami this year. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but I thought they'd lose their last six, and uh, here we are. And, uh, you know, depending on who Philadelphia plays Tuesday night and what it means to Brooklyn, that could actually happen. Look, as we've talked about this season all year, we've had a couple of moments where maybe there was some hope. There was one five-game winning streak. But other than that, this team hasn't won more than three games in a row at any point in the year. So it's hard to really see where any optimism is coming from. And then you lose Josh Richardson. And obviously, he's important to what they do, even if his play kind of tailed off as the season went on. And look, yesterday to me was the whole season in a nutshell. Now, I understand Toronto's really good. And I understand you're on the road. And I understand it's a 12 o'clock game. And there's a whole bunch of factors. 
I understand that the officiating at the end of that game did not favor Miami. I kept all of that. Didn't have Richardson. But look, the five minutes left in that game, I tweeted this. Who cares who to play right now, right? I mean, yep. they're paying they're paying a ridiculous amount of money for this team, and there's one guy that he trusts, and he's 37, making two million dollars a year, and he's the squirrel that they've had everybody chasing all year because. Wayne Wade has been the only real reason to watch this team, with the exception of some flashes of Winslow and Adebayo. And so, who do you trust at the end of the game? And to me, everything was summed up yesterday. Everything, the collapse down the stretch, the not getting a good shot at the end. I know the official gave the ball to the wrong guy. I get that. But the not getting it off a good shot at the end. And then, look, I would have bet any amount of money, and I should have done this, in-game betting. Once that game went over, it was over. You usually weren't winning that game. And, and that's just where they've been. And then to, to, to sort of put a cap on, and this is what I wrote about, and I'm not blaming the Heat. I'm not going to blame the Irisons for not wanting to pay luxury tax for this day. I blame them and the rest of the organization for having a team that's not worth paying luxury tax for. Yeah. Like that, those are two different things. And so I don't blame them necessarily for the fact that they gifted Wayne Ellington. By the way, starting in Detroit, averaging 12 points a game on 38% three-point shooting. I'm, I'm not going to kill them for gifting Wayne Ellington to the, to the team that are now chasing in the Eastern Conference, which is what's going to happen, okay? I'm not going to blame them for trying to get a, out of a year of Tyler Johnson's contract. I'm going to blame them for signing him to the contract in the first place that forced them to attach Ellington to it. I'm not going to blame them necessarily for every rotation decision that was made this year. But clearly, when you look back at January now and you look at the fact that Kelly Olynyk is one of their, and to me, more important players, averaged 16 minutes a game with a couple of DNPs, both of which they lost because they were trying, I believe, and they'll never acknowledge this, but I believe, they were trying to keep his minutes down, and then they ended up having to prop up his minutes anyway, so he ended up not getting the ball. This was then forced them, again, to what I'm getting to here, to dumping Rodney McGruder, um, you know, who is, like, the symbol, other than Udonis Haslam, of heat culture, which is this thing that you've been pushing now relentlessly. And your, your slogan, after heat life, which bombed on you when you forced your best player, basically, to walk out the door. Not your best player, but your most important player in franchise history, to not be a lifer anymore after you were pushing that basically as a backhanded slap at LeBron. And so the alternative to that was heat culture, which, yes, does exist in terms of what you try to do as an organization and conditioning and all of the rest of that, although don't tell Dion, right? They, 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 in terms of the conditioning, in terms of uh, the loyalty of the organization, et cetera, and, dropping up and, and building up guys to be more than they were before. And then you take the guy who was playing heavy minutes he played 23 minutes yesterday in a must-win kicking, played until the five-minute mark. He was, Brian McGruder was the guy subbed out for Dwayne Wade. Now, he did enter the game in overtime with it over with seven, seven, like down seven. I don't have a problem with subbing out McGruder for Wade. My point is, obviously, but my point is, you're playing that guy in that game, in that game, with the pre-roll that you have, and then a few hours later, you're waving him. You're waving him. Like, if that doesn't symbolize what this, this mess has been this season, and I keep coming back to this, and, and you wanted me to write a headline that obviously would have irritated the Heat, which is, you know, the Heat have become the Dolphins, which they don't, they don't they hate that. But they're not the Dolphins. They're not. We expect more from them, right? We expect more. Uh, the Dolphins have been the stupid, stupid, stupid stuff for the last 20 years. But the Heat, we're just not, we're not accustomed to this. And so I don't have a problem with waving a group to get under the tax. I sort of have a problem with not playing Olympic in January because you were trying to bet. But how I have a problem with is the fact that you, with this kind of payroll, with that relying on riding the group in the first. And that you're playing, you know, you're playing waves and JJ down the stretch when you really don't want to. 
Right, exactly, and 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 that's to me sort of symptomatic of uh, obviously you have to you have this spend on your roster, and at a certain point you have to play those players because you're paying them a lot of money and you don't really have a lot of alternatives. Like like that to me is a thing when you're looking down the stretch and you're seeing you know James Johnson taking big shots. By the way, he didn't have a bad game, James Johnson, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, at the same time, um, they're just aren't any other options like i i i understand what you're saying and you know you're frustrated with this and you're frustrated with that but with you know dion and james johnson playing a ton of minutes but they don't have anybody else Derek jones jr gave it a go after a couple of games out with injury and in in four minutes he was a minus nine so they didn't really have him available um they're without josh richardson which is important and and certainly and, and and i give you know the argument that the guys from miami heapy were making which is you know it was starting to roll with just Justice Winslow at point guard in March, um, and uh, and they were winning games. And when he went out, they were still winning games. But now you're kind of seeing with him not at full fitness that it just doesn't look the same. And he hasn't been the same since coming back uh, from that injury, and is clearly has clearly rushed back in order to do so. But I, I think the the, the Magruder thing is you're right. It is the antithesis of Heat culture, while also being utterly insignificant because Roddy Magruder is just not an NBA rotation player. I, I don't think, I, I, I don't think it's that important of a miss, but as you said, you got to a stage where you had to rely on him. You got to a stage early in the year where you would kind of manufacture Rodney Magruder. And in some respects, Rodney Magruder as a, as a symbol for heat culture is precisely accurate in that they can manufacture NBA quality play out of about anyone that's available on the scrap heap. I mean, you look at, you know, Derek Jones Jr. being turned into a guy, Rodney Magruder being turned into a guy. Hell, even James Johnson and Hassan Whiteside and Dion Waiters, who were all available for less than $5 million, you know, in the last five years, all being paid a lot of money by your organization, in some respects is the embodiment of what the culture can do for a player's career. But I think now you're starting to realize that maybe that value proposition isn't that important it just isn't that important for a team uh, to be able to manufacture these rotation players it's important you know once you're the Philadelphia 76ers and you have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and you're capped out and you have to find something from somebody and you turn to a player like Rodney Magruder a player like Derek Jones Jr. who you can manufacture quality play out of but you have to have that base first and so while obviously Pat Riley and the organization kind of fell in love with what they were able to do with these players and rewarded them for putting in that work, I think we're now starting to realize three years later when their record over a three-year period is 123 and 121 that maybe it just isn't that important that they're able to do this. Well, you're right. I mean, you have to have the base, and they don't know how to get the base now. And part of that is because they took some of these players that we haven't covered it that long. But they, they took some of these players who they could have manufactured in other ways, and they decided to give them exorbitant contracts. Like when, when they knew that they could sell. And I have no doubt that Yante Mason, who they just signed to a contract yesterday, is going to be a good NBA rotation player because I just trust the Heat on that. Like they're good at that. Like if they identified this guy as that, that's probably what he's going to be. Now, the problem is that they decide to pay him later on. So, again, look, I wasn't in favor of giving Ronnie Magruder a big contract today. That's not it. The point of this is that, A, enough with the slogan. No more slogans, please. No heat lifer, no heat culture, none of this garbage, okay? Build a team, okay? 
uh, it's enough, okay? It's, it's enough for this stuff. I mean, every time they do a slogan, they have to do something to undercut the slogan. And I don't really blame them for that because that's basketball business. Like, there are not many lifers in the NBA. Like, the reason Dirk Nowitzki is being celebrated, the reason Tim Duncan was celebrated, is because that does not matter in Ginobili. That does not happen. I mean, Tony Parker's playing in freaking Charlotte, okay? <laughs> like, there's no such thing as, as, a, as a lifer. If anybody was going to be a lifer, it was going to be LeBron James 30 minutes from where he was born. So that was a dumb okay? It was dumb, all right? And, and I said repeatedly, they pushed back on that. And then, again, they pushed the, the most important player in franchise history out the door, okay? They ended up taking safety cut money from a, a place you didn't really want to go to after he's getting taxes, you know, to go there because he was insulted because he didn't feel like a lifer the way that he was being treated on the way out. So that one was over. And culture? Yeah, I get it. But how do you talk about culture when Dion Waiters is playing in this kind of shape? Like, I mean, yeah. and, and the problem is that they got played by it, okay? Because James Johnson kept putting it on social media. And Dion Waiters wrote a really great, really well written, I would say, actually. Nice work. It's players' Tribune piece, okay, you know, about, you know, how Kevin Durant was lucky and, that, and the Warriors were lucky that, that, the Heat, that Dion was not in the playoffs. I mean, that's, you know, we kept saying his culture and then he went into Riley's office. Like, I mean, no more slogans. I mean, one last dance, that was Dwayne's slogan. Okay, that, that one's fine. But the rest of it, like, just build the team. And, and the concern about it now, okay, so one more thing before I get to this, when I want to get to Dwayne's part, is that how are they worse than last year? How are they worse? I, I, mean, I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. You, you had them to win the division, right? Yeah. So I had them over 42 and a half. I, I, didn't th- I didn't think it would be by much, but I thought in this conference, this fall year, they would be slightly over. Okay, they had, here's the thing, you talk about the things that broke wrong, right? Like, when's Lauren Richardson getting home at the end of the year, Dragic extended out, basically underplayed for the Lauren's important. Okay? Lauren's problematic in some ways because it takes the ball away if you're trying to develop justice at the same position you know, that's tough, but Goran as a player, you want kind of personality and everything else. You want him on your team, you want him playing. So they did lose Goran for a period of time, all right? Obviously, they've had other injuries. Derek Jones Jr. was starting to get going. He gets hurt. You know, they had some stuff at camp. Okay, they had the situation with Jimmy Butler, which they don't like their news getting out there. It got out there. I do. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com, slash Miami Heat. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Believe it. I said it in camp. I thought it was effective. Players. They had guys going in and out. Maybe it's not seen the coach. All those things aside, okay? They had 37-year-old Dwayne Wade. Averaging 20 points a game over the last three weeks. After a summer of indecision and inactivity, he's averaging 20, playing every game since the tournament, right? There was no way to expect that. That's a big positive on the outside. Hassan Whiteside has been basically a model citizen for months. Like, who expected both? Like, but the way, the way that the end of the last season ended, did you think that there would be times at the end of this year where Hassan would be at the stretches, the best player on the floor, like he was the other night? No, like, I mean, that, 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 game, that game against Minnesota, he was amazing. He was amazing. It's the best he's played in forever. I give Foster credit for that. I give organization. I give Hassan enormous credit for that. Everything from Hassan here. You know? I give him enormous credit for that. For him to perform like that after he got shuttled to the bench, you know he's not happy about that. But to still play at that level, so that's a positive on the other side. Justice Winslow's breakout, okay, to whatever it was going to be, right, this year, is a positive on the upside. Sam Adebayo playing the way he's played the last couple of months and them playing well with him in the starting lineup, positive to the upside. So you have, you know, four, four or five positives, right? The other positive, you're in a crappy-ass conference once you get past top five. Like, mm-hmm. look what Detroit, Orlando, and Brooklyn are running out there. Like, these are not, uh, the Nets are a nice story. Sean Marcus, Marcus has done a great job. These are not the Nets of Pearson, Barnett, okay, and Joe Johnson. Like, Come on, and, and and also, I mean, you, you talk about a thing breaking right for you. They finish, or they're 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 either going to finish either one game below or one game above five hundred on the road. I mean, Charlotte, who's above you, is thirteen and twenty seven on the road. Detroit, who's above you, is fourteen and twenty six on the road. The the, the 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 way that this season went wrong is they're a catastrophe at home. There, I mean, and and, and right. that, that just doesn't make any sense, right? If you if you're saying why would a Heat team be more likely to be bad at home? It's not like the crowd is bad. It's not like I, 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 you can't put a finger on it. They've been a complete disaster at home, and all those losses early in the year to those crappy teams are the reason why they're nowhere near the playoffs. Well, okay, they're, they're a game back of the playoffs, but they're, they're in this position. Vice jerseys, one last dance, Dwayne's introductions. I mean, it's not like the marketing department didn't do their job. We'll get back to today's episode in a second, but first I want to tell you about one of our new sponsors here in the 5 Reasons Sports Network, and that is the attorneys at Seltzer Mayberg. Find them at onecalllegal.com. That's O-N-E, calllegal.com, or actually call 855-5000-LAW-L-A-W. They handle cases including but not limited to car accidents, slip and falls, and any personal injury matters. Additionally, if you mention 5 Reasons, they will handle your traffic ticket 
for $44.99 with a new 15,000 square foot office opening on I-95 in North Miami. They will handle cases all over South Florida. Call now with 24-7 service for a free consultation. One call legal.com or 855-5000-LAW. The attorneys at Seltzer Mayberg, a proud sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You're listening to the Five Reasons Sports Network. We've created a menu of intelligent and entertaining content on demand for commutes, workouts, and more. And by now, you're already familiar with the 15 different podcasts in our network. Today, we are proud to announce the premiere of our brand new website, FiveReasonsports.com. On it, you'll find columns from more than a dozen of our hosts, many who are professional writers in the market. Watch original videos from shows like Miami Heat Beat and Balls Cast. Browse our full merchandise shop. And unlike other outlets in the area, there's no paywall. Everything is absolutely free. All of this from a network that's credentialed from all five major sports teams in South Florida. Oh yeah, did we mention that it's free? We're by Miami for Miami. We're sports on your schedule. We're Miami Sports On Demand. We're the 5 Reason Sports Network. Go to 5ReasonSports.com today. And to me, it's kind of incredible that they they still run the promo for Vice jerseys in the fourth quarter. Like, it's just sort of been carved out. This is the Vice jerseys window. And, like, it's, you know, five minutes to play in the fourth quarter. And they're still like, hey, here's some Vice jerseys over here. Like, like they're, they still run that out there as, like, a promo that they run the TV broadcast in the fourth quarter. I'm looking at it going... Really, we're still trying to sell people vice jerseys game eighty of the regular season as like the as this thing that's happening on the side from this team that's gonna miss the playoffs in this conference. How do they distract people that? How do they distract people next year, Chris? I mean, how do they? Uh, how, what do you do? I mean, you don't have to play squirrel. Like, what? What, what is? What, what, I mean, you you pivot in the offseason to Justice Sam and Josh. I mean, again, I'm a big fan of all three of those guys. I'm higher on the upside of at least two of them than a lot of people are. But like. I don't know. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're selling. I mean, you're selling having Bosch and Battier in the organization. You're selling, and I'm not calling. In my column, I'm very clear in the last paragraph. I'm not calling for any front office change. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not calling for anybody to be fired. I'm not calling for anybody to be reassigned. I'm not calling for anybody to be retired before he wants to be retired. None of it. All right. But what I am saying, and, and maybe we can title this. This way, to me, we just had one last dance. This offseason, in terms of building the belief back in this organization, for me, is one last chance. Okay, that's where this organization is. They need to build the belief back they need, because because uh, people now view this. I again, when, when people were saying I was too negative earlier in the year and writing these columns, but where is this organization going? Are they picking a direction? And I'm getting pushed back from inside, but the fans are all saying right. Okay. Yeah. And now here we are at the end of this, except for standing on network. Uh, and then we're here thoroughly. Uh, and, and, you know, we're, we're here at the very end of this thing. Okay. I love you, John. Um, and what was the direction this season? What was it? What was, five minutes left in a critical game that you at certain points were leading by a significant margin, okay, against the second best team in the league, who was playing everybody. Like, it wasn't like, I mean, not everybody, but, you know, they're playing their four. Okay, right, and I said it with five minutes left. Who can pressure play right now? Yeah. Who can you play? And they're playing 2-3 zone, <laughs> Ethan. They're playing 2-3 zone. What are they doing playing 2-3 zone? 
because he because all of this look I, I'm I'm not gonna buy into this belief that Eric Spolster said to them. I'm sorry. I'm just not gonna do it. I know fan I know there's there's a contingent of fans out there that's been looking at Kyle Cullen for years, gave it up for a little bit, came back to it, always the go to, right? But I'm not gonna be one of those who thinks he suddenly got stupid. I, you look at the things he did this year and I look and I know we discussed this on a previous pod, but I, I look at the hand he's dealt I'm not saying he played it perfectly. You're or even close. Okay, you dealt bad hands. Sometimes you you take chances you wouldn't ordinarily take, and they backfire, right? But I'm and a lot of his is backfired. A lot of his. So there's two threes no lazy. I want one of our guys, maybe 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 Christian at this point, to look at the numbers against his own against good teams in the last month because it can't be good. I, it can't. It just can't be. I mean, I you know. It, Boston figured it out. Toronto figured it out. But if you look at it, he's out talented every night, right? Mm-hmm. So like, so you're looking at it and you're like, okay, I I can play this guy, but if I play this guy, like like Olenek, good example. I banged on them for not playing him in January. To me, it was a money move. You and I both talk about he makes things flow offensively, okay? But to play him against certain teams, you have to adjust defensively, and so the zone makes more sense. Okay. Some of the other players, you've got playing, you know, at 37 years old, who you're relying on for more minutes than you anticipated. So for, for, to protect him, you need to play a little bit of zone. There's other guys in the roster, you need to play zone. Go around at times, you need to play zone. Okay. I mean, Justice and Josh, you know, guys who you wouldn't think you would have to, right? But, but because they've been given a more of an offensive burden this year, I think some of it was done to kind of protect their legs a little bit and get them through the season, and we saw what happened. Both guys, maybe coincidental, but both guys broke down at the end of the year a little bit, right? With, and they had more of a burden this season. So I looked at the zone that way, and, and, and I said, okay, he's playing it because he doesn't think he can play man-to-man with his group, and, right? And who gave him the group? And then you look at the, the other thing, he's playing James Johnson and Deion Williams on the stretch. You're right. James played well yesterday. Okay, but I mean, I can count those on one hand this year. And, and he's playing them down the stretch. He hit that corner three. I was stunned. I was like, oh my God. Okay, like, uh, you know, but then he got another one and it gets to him at the end of the possession. And it's like, well, so do you really want that? You know what's amazing about this, too? We talked at the beginning of the season about how they had so many small guards, right? So much duplication. Okay, Tyler's gone. Ellington's gone, right? The mm-hmm. uh, is gone. Dwayne will be gone. They wish Dion would be gone. <laughs> okay, and and they so it's going to be Josh. I, I guess inheriting his natural position next year, hopefully. Uh, and and Boron, if he's back, right? I mean, they they, they have set small guards. I, it it it's just. I, and, and I speak with frustration from this in the way that I don't about the Dolphins, and it's not because I think less of the key. It's because I think more. Yep, right? Yeah, it, you, you have you have higher expectations. I, I don't get worked up about the Dolphins. I, I just don't. Well, you got worked up about Gaze. I got because right because I get worked up about perceptions that I believe in, and there was a perception about Gaze that was like statistically totally unsupportable. Okay. Yeah. And so I, I identified that, and then it just played out. The Marlins, I don't get worked up about the Marlins now because it's a different regime. And got, I don't get worked about the, about the Panthers because a coach got fired yesterday and no one knew who he was. Okay, like, it's just, it's, but this is the heat. <laughs> this is the heat. This is the shining light. This is the beacon on the hill, right? I, I this, and, and this isn't bad, and I just think we need to call it for what it is. Now, it doesn't mean it can't get better, and like I said, it's not, not like I'm saying that anybody should be fired. I, Pat should go when he wants to go. Okay, and he's the best at what he does. I, you know, so I still have belief in so. Okay, I think Shane Batty is an asset to the organization. I still think the Irish teams are good on. Okay, I, I'm not. None of this is. It, it, this is not what we would call kind of a secular change. 
banter, you know, and start, you know, in terms of when you're evaluating stocks. Like, this is not a permanent thing, but you have to be straight. There are organizations that have been really good for a long time, and then they're not. Like, like Joe Dumars is considered to be a crappy GM now in retrospect because he took Darko, but Joe Dumars built that team that had five pieces that interlocked perfectly. He brought in Rasheed Wallace, and he won a championship without a star and could have won a second, right? And then he wasn't smart enough. Mm -hmm. So it happens. It it happens. And, you know, and Joe hasn't gotten another job, has he? So I mean, And they're out. Right? So, I mean, again, I'm not saying that Joe Dumars is on Pat Riley's level. There was a period of time where Joe Dumars' team was giving Pat Riley's team fits. Okay, so I, I just think we, we have to, I mean, Stan Van Gundy was considered really, really smart by the SLE until it didn't work out, you know, in Detroit. I mean, it, it, it happened, and we think Stan's smart, but it didn't work out. Like, there are just, just situations where it just doesn't work anymore. And, I mean, I'm not saying we're there yet. I, I'm going to be clear on that, but I'm saying we're a lot closer than I thought we would be uh, at any point during this That'll do it for today's edition of the Five Reasons Sports Podcast. A quicker episode because tomorrow we'll continue talking about the Miami Heat and Dwayne Wade's final home game at American Airlines Arena as a take on the Philadelphia 76ers. We'll do some Wade big picture thoughts on what this uh, one last dance has meant, what he's meant to Miami, what he's meant to the two of us. So that's coming tomorrow. So be sure to check that out right here on these same platforms where you're listening to this podcast. Check out everything at fivereasonsports.com, including how to listen to all of the episodes and all of the podcasts in the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for listening. for listening to the Fire in the Podcast. Thank you so much. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.